Hello and welcome to Quiet Confidence with Dr. Tess Crawley. I'm coming today to you on a Monday morning. Um, we've come out of, as you know, a very stormy weekend here in Hobart and today I think there's not even a single cloud in the sky. It's such a beautiful, beautiful day. The sun is shining, it's still, it's calm, but there is still one hell of a lot of cleaning up going on around Hobart. I've been out this morning and seen a few uh, shops in a local shopping centre that have got mud up to their up their walls, up to about shin deep in mud, and they are all closed today and all doing one massive clean-up job. So, you know, my heart, as I said the other day, my heart goes out to all of those affected by these floods, whether it's a clean-up that you're dealing with, whether it's loss of personal and much-loved items, or whether it's still being without power or not even having somewhere to um, rely upon being able to sleep comfortably, my thoughts are with all of you. Today I thought I would talk a little bit about a topic related to the podcast episode I did the other day around taking imperfect action. Now that episode seems to have resonated with a few people, so I thought I would expand upon that topic by today talking about perfectionism. So a lot of people will will put their hand up quite quickly and say, I'm a perfectionist, I like things to be done right, I like things to be done well, I like them to be done properly. The trouble with perfectionism, it does extend a little bit beyond that for a lot of people. So for many, many people, perfectionism is so extreme that it stops them from taking action at all. So the example I sometimes use is the example of a university student who is so worried about not doing a good enough job on an assignment that they don't turn one in at all. So their fear of failing then becomes a self-sabotage through perfectionism, the fear of turning in something that is not good enough, the fear of failing, the fear of doing a poor job, the fear of not living up to expectations. Now this is a this is a really important point. A lot of people with with uh, who suffer from perfectionism have a lot of assumptions going on around what others expect of them and they're quite frightened of letting those people down. So again, using the, the student example, we can think of students who are quite frightened of uh, failing the expectations of their parents. In my clinical work, I've seen a number of year 11, year 12 students who have been doing extremely well at school. Everybody expects that they'll go on to become a doctor or a lawyer, but they're locked in fear because that's not what they want to do. But everybody expects that because they've done so well at school that that's what they should do so these young students then go on to university having um, succumbed to the uh, well-meaning pressure of others and maybe taking on courses that they're not interested in and so of course their performance is not necessarily going to be what it might have been if they were doing something that was really a passion area for them so those students then worry about submitting work that is deemed substandard or second rate or not up to their usual performance and so they become quite anxious. They worry about submitting work 
that hasn't met the expectations of others or fails to meet the expectations of others. And that fear, that anxiety, often paralyzes them. So you think about, see if you can imagine someone sitting at their computer and they're staring at the blank screen and they're worrying about the assignment that's due tomorrow because they've procrastinated. Procrastination and perfectionism go hand in hand a lot of time. So they've procrastinated about getting started because they're so worried about not doing a good job. They're staring at that computer screen. They're frozen in the fear of doing a poor job and they're just not getting the work done. And so the due date comes and goes and they've failed to submit any work at all. So that fear of failing, that fear of being judged, perfectionism is very closely linked to fear of being judged, fearing, fear of letting other people down. Those fears all tied up in anxiety, all tied up in that anxious moment where you're frozen, you're stuck in inaction because of those expectations, those assumptions and all of those fears. So when I talked the other day about taking imperfect action, you might recall I actually used a quote uh, or a summary of a quote uh, about anything worth doing is worth doing badly the first time. Now that I, I would argue that that actually extends out to projects. So not only a particular task is worth doing badly the first time. Think about making pancakes. That's an example I like to use when I'm talking about this particular quote. We all have that experience of no matter how experienced we are with making pancakes, it always seems to be the first round is a bit crappy. And then the second round of pancakes, they seem to get better as we go through the batter. Um, I think it's also true that when we are stuck in our thinking around a project that we want to take on board so we might be wanting to write a book or we might be wanting to do some wood wood carving or we might be wanting to paint the first time we do it isn't going to be our best work not necessarily and yet that doesn't mean that we throw the whole concept in the bin we try again and we give it another go and we learn some skills along the way we weren't we learn what works for us and what doesn't work for us so this notion of taking imperfect action coupled with our understanding of perfectionism and how perfectionism works if we can think of perfectionism as a form of anxiety which is really what it is then something that is a useful trick is to think about pushing through that anxiety thinking of anxiety as a liar that sits in your head and tells you untruths to keep you down and to stop you from taking action if we can front that liar called anxiety and stare it down and say well I'm going to try anyway even if it is crappy the first time around and we take that imperfect action we might find that first of all we do a better job than we thought we would and at least the job is done so the concept of perfectionism it's a very very broad topic I've just touched on it a little bit for you today but thinking of it in terms of being a form of anxiety that tries to keep you down tries to keep you stuck tries to keep you frozen in inactivity if you can recognize that that's what's happening then maybe you can push through it and maybe you can remember that notion of taking imperfect action and getting the thing done anyway 
So that's it from me today. A little bit of a touch base, a little bit of a, an idea around perfectionism for you. Now today I actually have an incredible day ahead of me. Well, an incredible 24 to 36 hours ahead of me really. Uh, this evening I'm flying from Hobart off to Melbourne. I'm spending the night in Melbourne tonight ahead of a long haul flight tomorrow. I'll be flying from Melbourne to Los Angeles and then on to Las Vegas. So tomorrow, by tomorrow evening, Australian, oh gosh, the time difference does my head in. But anyway, I will be in Las, heading to Las Vegas tomorrow for a fantastic uh, get together with about 400 people who've all participated in Mel Robbins's uh, Power of You course, um, which has been a great experience for me, making connections with people all around the world. So I'm very, very excited to meet many of those people face to face once I hit Vegas. And uh, I think there's a lot of excitement. Uh, those of us who've made some really solid connections, there are a couple of people in that course who've also had the project of uh, creating a podcast. So it's very exciting to get to know people who have similar aspirations to me, or at least aligned aspirations, perhaps with a different focus. Um, and of course, I get to meet the wonderful, wonderful Mel Robbins as well. So if you have not heard of Mel Robbins, I've mentioned her before. She's a motivational speaker and coach. She has written a, a fabulous book called The Five Second Rule, which if you do suffer from anxiety and perfectionism, is actually a really good uh, resource for you to have a look at. You can get that in hard copy book format or audio and I really encourage the audio because Mel narrates that herself and she's a fabulous speaker. She's also just launched her, um, gosh, she calls it a talk show. Um, it's live mentoring sessions with eight people uh, in audio book format. It doesn't come in a hard book format uh, and you can get that through Audible and um, wherever else you might get your audio, audio books from. Highly recommend it. It is intense listening. Uh, there is a fly on the wall element as you are listening to these mentoring sessions unfold. But there's, um, there's an awful lot to learn from listening to the experiences of others and observing the, um, the aha moments uh, that people experience when they go through a mentoring session. As a psychologist, I have the privilege of listening to many, many people's stories and um, for me, I think the most rewarding moment is when the penny drops for people about how they can get themselves through the circumstances they're facing or through the life difficulties they're experiencing or through the personal changes that they need to make. So um, get your hands on or your ears on, on a copy of Kick-Ass with Mel Robbins, which is her most recent release through Audible. Um, I will let you go for today. Uh, now tomorrow I will do my level best. Who knows where I'll be podcasting from tomorrow. I might take some imperfect action myself and perhaps even podcast from the airport. Who knows? Uh, but I will, I will touch base at some point tomorrow and keep you all posted on my journeys. And I look forward to talking to you from Las Vegas as well. Let you know how I'm getting on in the United States, somewhere I have never travelled to before. Have a fabulous day, whatever you're doing, and I'll talk to you all again soon. Bye-bye for now.